friends, I'm Anna, and you're listening to A Soft Existential Crisis, a podcast where I reflect on how I'm trying to doggy paddle my way to self-acceptance, and maybe even happiness. Welcome back! Happy New Year 2020! It's the year of the metal rat. Last year was the golden pig. Um, Start of a new year, new decade. To be honest, the first few days of the new year have not been super great. Um, The night of the first, um, my dad came upstairs and like hunkered down and told me how concerned he was for me and my lack of motivation and being an independent adult finding my happiness he said a lot of things I think he kind of dumped his worries about me in one concentrated sort of dump um about how I've been navigating my life the past several years but um but it made me really feel really vulnerable and emotional and I ended up crying. It's a thing that happens when my dad wants to have these kinds of serious talks because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Um, I think it made me feel like I've failed, that I've been a big letdown and You know, I already have been trying to tell myself, like, I'm not a loser these past couple months after being let go from my job. He didn't say these things, obviously, but that's what my brain took it as. Um, You know, that my depression brain's anthem is, you're not good enough. Um, But it was a reality check, and we need those from time to time to relight the fires under our butts. I also found out last night via social media that a high school classmate passed away the night of New Year's Eve. He was such an energetic and vibrant person, um, a sort of renaissance man type of character. But young death is never fair, no matter who it is. His death reminded me of another friend's death when I was 19. We were close in senior year, so his um his death stayed with me for a really long time, probably um about 2 years. I thought of him every day. On the first day of this year, I did follow my friend and her dog to the dog park and That was a breath of fresh air. Dogs live purely in the moment and they're so happy just to meet new friends and run around. When another dog bothers them, they give an immediate stern warning and the other dog will back off with no resentment. It's the humans that are the neurotic anxious ones hovering over their dogs. We have a lot to learn from them. When a new year comes around, people make resolutions. 
I'm personally a big list person, a big journal person. I have a dozen lists going at a time on my sticky notes on my laptop. Um, And part of why I enjoy making this podcast is because I can write down my thoughts um, when I'm preparing for it, journal style. When I have too many thoughts in my head, I like to write in my journal on the train. When I'm busy, I like to write out my daily schedule in the form of a to-do list. I don't like those preset daily schedule journal things. Um, I like to write everything out by hand. So I also usually like to make goal lists and New Year's resolution lists. Towards the end of 2019, however, I wasn't feeling so hot about myself um, and didn't see anything coming in the new year. I had anything to be excited about, so I thought to myself, what's the point of making resolutions? Um, get a job? That's been my goal since I was 22. What else is new? But the friend I was with on New Year's Eve asked me if I was going to make some resolutions, and she sounded hopeful, so I thought, you know, why why not? It's it's not going to hurt. I'm a person who doesn't get anything done without some kind of structure. So maybe I need to create a sort of mini structure system to get myself going. Maybe get a job is too vague and overwhelming. Um If I try to walk it back, I can break it down a bit. I know the fastest way to make the most money at this point is to get a design job, so continuing on my little design detour. I also know that my portfolio is very weak at this point, um, so I need to update it with some new projects. Um... If I don't if I don't feel confident in my in the quality of my projects, I just I am someone who can't lie. I really cannot fake that confidence in presenting my portfolio. I it's I mean some people are really good at it. I just it's not me and I I can't unless I really believe in myself. Um I will never get anything done if I try and tackle it on my own. So I need some kind of course to push me through. Um, So there's a start, but there are some things I have to decide before I go and find another overpriced course online. Um, I need to figure out what kind of job within design I want to target. Um, What kind of design will be the least stressful? That's my next question. Actually, the only personal project I've ever kept up with uh, without external pressure was this podcast. I don't think I've been so passive about finding a new job because I don't want to be happy. I think it's because I I want to be happy, but I've tried to make things work 
um, for several years and nothing has improved. Um, so no more fire under my butt. Um, I, it's hard to maintain. I think my brain thinks like, what's the point? I worked really hard in high school because I was afraid of not getting into a good college. I was afraid of failure. Um, that's why I was obsessed with good grades. But I ended up transferring to art school um, during college because regular college was not the goal in my heart of hearts. Really, I should have eased up a lot and enjoyed my teenage years. Um, I worked really hard in art school because I was so excited and I had this huge fantasy of becoming someone special and that I could get there if I just made the perfect animated short films. But I ended up failing at my goal because um, when perfection is is the end goal, you're going to fail no matter what you do. Um, and I made a really lackluster project. Um, in my early 20s, when I worked in holiday window production, I saw people not eating, or not sleeping, eating poorly, and it never seemed worth it. When I worked in an animation studio and I lost sleep or stayed up stayed there late or my boss lost sleep the negative effects on physical and mental health um never seem worth it um and everywhere i turn people with mediocre talent and intelligence are successful because they have the confidence that i don't have um so i don't know maybe i've learned over the years that you know, like, what's the point of trying hard? Um, but, you know, my dad is right, and he usually is, even if the delivery is not so graceful. Happiness and inner peace is probably worth it. Um, we have only one life, and we never know if it'll be cut short. The hard part is that happiness is something different to everyone so our goals can get skewed and and be far from our personal truth because we're trying to follow what already exists that's been the case for me anyway i have to find my own path and this is very hard for someone who spent her whole life um where everything was every minute was scheduled, who spent her whole life fearful of failure, um, following the rules, doing the right prescribed thing, seeking out her validation. I have a lot to work on, as I feel like I say every week, but it's true. Um, but I do have some little nuggets of truth and maybe even a little bit of hope to go on. Um, for me right now, it's probably all about baby steps. Um, I hope for my friends out there that you can work on finding your true happiness too. Not what media tells us, not what our parents tell us.
Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.